Revolution Network podcast coming away. This is number 330. We're up to number 330. Steve me here and Rick. What's going, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? So in this one, guys, we're going to talk about Carterine GW501516. We're going to start our SARM series. Now, very important to, right off the bat, remember GW, Carterine is not a SARM, guys. Um, but what it is, is it's been something that's been in the fitness industry for over 25 years. Perhaps the most fascinating fat loss drug to ever catch my eye, personally. You may have heard of it if you, you, know, if you have any buddies that do a lot of running, if you have uh, friends who do CrossFit. A lot of them talk about it. It's well known among them. And you can use it also in weight training, obviously, when you're lifting weights because it's going to help you push harder and, and more without losing your win while you're weight training as well. So you'd be able to knock out an extra half rep or rep when you're using it. There's a lot of bad information out there on it. So we're going to talk about it in this podcast. And um, there's a lot of history. There's like two or three stories behind GW with history. So I'm going to bring in Rick first and see what he has to say about the history of GW. You know, Steve, maybe today you can uh, add some of that history if, if there's something I missed. But GW, basically what I found on GW was, is that it, research on it began in 1992. And it was a collaboration between GSK and Lingen Pharmaceuticals. And they started in 1992, but didn't publish any information about them discovering and researching the compound until about 2001. Now, in 2007, they abandoned work on the drug, uh, citing that it was uh, giving mice cancer in lab testing. And now on Wikipedia and pretty much everywhere you look, in the test that gave the mice cancer, the dose was about three milligrams per kilogram of weight, which is quite a lot. Most bodybuilders are only going to take about 30 milligrams a day at the most, and that's for a 200-pound man. So... The mice are definitely getting way more than a person would ever take, but the cancer uh, concerns were enough for development of the drug to be abandoned. Now, the drug was researched pretty much for obesity, diabetes, and cardiovascular disease. GW will help you lose body fat. It'll help with heart health. It'll help with insulin resistance. It's actually pretty, on paper, pretty amazing. And the drug was banned by, the, by WADA, the World Anti-Doping Agency. In about, 19, about 2009, it was banned by them. And some athletes have already gotten popped for using GW. Some cyclists have tested positive, mostly cyclists because GW is a pretty damn good and safe replacement for Epogen. Epogen is a drug that's preferred by cyclists because it helps with their endurance. Where GW, you just dose it a couple of times per day and it's pretty easy to work with and apparently can be just as effective, if not more, than Epogen if you, if you give it enough time to, to work. In 29, April of 2019, heavyweight boxer Jarrell Miller tested positive for GW. So a lot of fighters, a lot of jiu-jitsu guys use GW because it just gives them incredible endurance. And a lot of guys competing at amateur level will use GW. 
is a real crutch because man, what it does to cardio is pretty amazing. And uh, that's about it. Oh, as far as history, we'll talk about more of the actions later. Anything you want to add on the history, Steve? You want to help me out today on that? From an athletic perspective, guys in the 2008 Olympics, the Chinese Olympics, that was a huge milestone um, when it came to athletics and really economy and world. I mean, that, that 2008 Chinese Olympics drastically changed the world in a lot of ways. And with GW – from the anecdotal evidence that I've seen, pretty much every Olympian that year had taken or did take GW because it was not on the list to be banned. So that's why in 2019 they came in and they banned it because of that. So they were kind of late to the party for that. But that really – yeah, uh, 2009, 2009, you mean they came in and banned it. What did I say? Uh, 2019 after, after Beijing. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so 2008 was the Olympics, and then 2009, they, they came in and they, they banned it a little late. But um, So that was a huge change, guys. Uh, if you can remember, that was actually the year we had the big, great recession started. That was a huge, huge year for the world as a whole. But um, so athletes have been using this for a long time, and they've tried to get away with it. And now you're seeing these guys get busted for it. And that's because of detection time. We don't really know the detection time, but I'm suspecting from the evidence I've read, Rick, it's about 30 to 45 days. So um, you could still run it when you're training, but um, you're going to get busted if you use it anytime close to, to getting tested for it. So, you know, that's, that pretty much sums up the history. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not sure I agree that it was abandoned because of the cancer thing we really don't know the actual story why it was abandoned. There's a lot of rumors out there, but it's important to remember that there's a lot of things that these, um, these companies, these pharmaceutical companies, they experiment with. And for whatever reason, maybe it has something to do with profit. Maybe it has something to do with then, you know, athletes got a hold of it and started abusing it. And then that's why they banned it. And that's, that's actually why they banned Anavar. The whole reason they banned Anavar because athletes were abusing it. So they actually stopped producing. I don't mean they banned it, but I'm saying pharmaceutical companies stopped producing it. So I think it had more to do with athletes abusing the crap out of it, why they abandoned it. And uh, they quickly realized this is not going to be a profitable venture. And it's not where it's going to piss off a lot of people um, if we continue developing this. So, I don't really don't think it has anything to do with the cancer thing. I think the cancer thing is actually over, a little overblown. We've actually seen in studies that it actually has anti-tumor and anti-cancer properties. So, but, you know, there's so much information out there, guys. It just depends on where you're looking, you know? So um, I don't think we're ever going to know the full story, Rick, on the history. What do you think? Yeah, it's definitely an interesting drug. It's one of these new drugs that were abandoned by the drug companies but bodybuilders were just continue on using them so it's you know it's the new eras the new stuff new things people are this new stuff people are doing what do you want to talk about more about how it works or where, where are we at right now yeah i'm going to get into how it works um mm -hmm. so again like i mentioned earlier it's not a sarm it's not a it's not a selective antigen receptor modulator remember that guys 
but it is sold as a SARM. So we refer to it as a SARM sometimes on the forums and talking about it. So there's no reason they kind of go into every thread and be correct people when they say, Oh, I want to use a SARM and I'm using GW and blah, blah, blah. I mean, because we refer to it as a SARM. It's kind of like calling a tomato a vegetable when it's really a fruit. I mean, it's, you get the point, but it's not a SARM, but it's, it's what's called a PPAR agonist, which stands for perox peroxisome proliferator activated receptor beta. And it binds to those people. It's a PPAR agonist and it binds to those receptors. So the activity in the genus change, which causes a shift in how energy is put out. So this means that you're going to be able to push harder, longer when it comes to endurance without becoming winded. Now, if you've ever taken a stimulant before a workout, you'll notice you get winded quicker. You're not able to push, you crash. Well, GW doesn't give you that effect. GW allows you to push harder, rev up your heart rate without hitting your maximum heart rate. So let's say you want to sprint around a lap, right? As fast as you can. And your heart rate usually goes, gets to 180. Now, if you take GW daily for a week and then do that sprint, instead of your heart rate getting to 180, your heart rate's only going to get to 170 using that same energy output. So you can actually push more and get that heart rate to 180 and actually run faster and get less winded during your run. You could translate that to weight training the same way. This is how it was designed. And it works amazingly well. It, you'll actually notice it working. If you really know your body, Rick, and I'm sure you know this, that the first few days when you're on this stuff and you do a regular run, like let's say you run a 5K, you'll shave 30 to 45 seconds off your 5K time instantly on this stuff because of this reason. So it works completely opposite of how a stimulant works. Completely opposite where it actually helps you push longer without getting winded. It's really an, an amazing compound. And um, it's one of the most amazing compounds out there, in my opinion. If you are any type of athlete, it can make a huge difference in your workouts. Yeah, the effects are seen right away. Very, very quickly, very early on. Also, if you stop using the stuff, you can feel the effects go away just as quickly as well. I've had experience with it. What I got, where I received a couple of, of uh, good bottles of GW, used them, felt amazing. And then the third bottle was bunk. It was just straight fake. And I could feel the drop instantly in, in, in that bump in cardio endurance after switching over to the bottle. I'm saying instantly, but it really takes a, a little while, but you can feel it. You can feel the difference. Yeah, it does make a huge difference in your endurance, for sure. It, it is a uh, PPAR. Uh, I mean, it, uh, it works differently than steroids do, and it actually works on, recept on the receptors that are responsible for things like insulin resistance and also the burning of fat basically and it's just a, it it just it just feels like it makes your body just way more efficient at burning at burning fat and utilizing energy it's a great great drug for cutting it really makes makes cutting pretty effortless if you use it um, Obviously, and as I've said on the podcast before, this is no surprise to anybody. 
only thing that worries me about it is it's new. We don't know what yet will happen. It's not just a new drug, like a new steroid. It's a new class of drugs. So while every steroid we've discussed on the podcast up until now has the roots in the research in the 1950s and 60s, and then it's a steroid, a class of drugs, which we've used now for, for many, many years, many decades. GW is a new class of drug and a completely new compound. Research on it started in 1992. Wasn't really out on the market available until about 2005, 2007, really. So it's been around less than 10 years. We really don't know what yet is going to come of it. And even with that, I still use it. I still use it because I, I like experimenting on myself. But that's something to note and something to, to really know. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely, it's a great drug uh, as far as effects go. And it's pretty side effect free. I don't remember feeling any side effects at all with GW, no discomfort of any, of any sort. Just like effortless fat burning and incredible cardio. Pretty, pretty amazing is, is a hard drug not to, not to love pretty quickly and, and maybe abuse because it's so side effect free. And at least for me, for my goals, for my grind, that, it, that additional endurance and, and the boost in fat burning, I loved, really made a difference for me. I pushed my body to the limit cardio-wise often so I could feel the additional endurance. And when I do active stuff, like sparring, hitting the bag, jitsu, whatever I'm doing, that extra cardio really, it makes a difference. Mountain biking with, with buddies made a real difference. Get you up the hill quicker, let you hold on to stuff and, and push longer. You know, as an athlete and performing, you really, really, really appreciate that extra push because you, you notice it in play, in action as you, as you work out. So pretty uh, addictive and intoxicating uh, performance-enhancing drug in that regard. Yeah, and again, the fat loss is definitely there. But what I've noticed, Rick, with the fat loss is you don't really get the fat loss until like the second month on it. So you want to you want to run at least four or five weeks, then you start getting the fat loss. You start noticing the fat loss. That's been my experience. But the endurance is like right away. So remember, it change, It's a drug. It's not a hormone. It's a drug. So as you use it. It's not like a hormone that's like building up in your system and hitting a peak and then it's affecting your HPTA and all that. It's just, it's just like taking an aspirin. It's a drug. It's going to work while it's in your system. And then as you take it over time, it builds up, builds up, builds up more in your body. But you start getting, start noticing the fat loss as you're on it for a period of time, even though it is affecting the way the energy is being outputted in your body. So, you know, the way it works in that regard, like Rick was saying, it will increase insulin sensitivity. And it has been shown in some studies to reverse type 2 diabetes, help reverse that. Obviously, we also know from studies, and this is going to butthurt a lot of people out there, that if you eat right on it and you exercise on it, you, the, the results get exponentially better. So don't think you just take GW and sit on the couch and eat potato chips and you're going to get great results on it because you will be severely disappointed. So the more you exercise on it, 
the more your endurance will improve. The more better your diet is, the more fat loss you'll burn. So, hey, you know, it's, it's something that works. And the side effects, not a hormone. So it's not going to affect your HPTA. You're not going to get suppressed. You're not going to get shut down. You're not going to get heart issues. In fact, we know that it, in, in, uh, it improves your cholesterol. Um, so it's not going to aromatize into estrogen. And there was a human study, Rick, out of Australia a couple years ago where athletes used it for six months straight. They did not have any side effects, not a lick of cancer, not a lick of tumors, nothing happen in those six months. So this is a, this is a really, really, we've, we've seen the studies, but you know, like Rick said, it's only been around really since the mid two thousands where athletes have been using it. And really over the past five or 10 years, has it really come to light in fitness industry? So, you know, we've only known about it, um, how it's affected people. So it's really hard to get a read on how it's, the any long-term effects and stuff but hey we do stuff all the time that puts our body at risk so um and i've used it and rick's used it and i cannot attribute any problems to, to gw it's it's as safe as uh as it came I, I, uh you know the only problem we, we know we, we know so far obviously right because we're the first uh generation of guys using it ever yeah, so we'll, we'll know, uh, you know, that, that's how it is. But again, we put so much stuff in our body that we shouldn't already, um, just from the- I, I, I've experimented. I've experimented with it. I like the way it feels. Uh, I'm conscious not to abuse it. As I've said on the podcast before, you just want to use as little as the amount of drugs as you need to just achieve the nice, nice look you want to maintain. And yeah, don't abuse it. Just don't yeah. abuse it. I haven't. Uh, don't use GW as a crutch for fat loss. You really wanna. Di you really want diet and discipline to really be how how you stay lean. Don't use it as a crutch for cardio. It's good in in performance. And again, if you mountain bike, things like that, it makes a a nice performance difference. But don't take GW just to get on the treadmill a little bit longer. You can just push yourself naturally and, and really gain that, that real endurance naturally. So it's one of those things where, yeah, it increases endurance and, yeah, it helps, helps me burn fat pretty quickly. But I can just uh, do without that if I just diet, more strict diet. And I'm not competitive, just push myself, right? So I like it, feel good on it. Like Steve and said, no side effects on it. But still, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is it within line of what your, what your goals are? It's not going to really build any muscle. It will help with burning fat. With me, that I'm really strict with my diet. And, and if I have more gas in the tank, I'll just naturally push myself training more because I, I'm a bit of a masochist and I, and I like to bring my body to physical pain under 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 training. So I like that. So maybe it makes me start to, to notice fat burning effects and burning more calories a lot quicker than other guys. But if it's really taken uh, a lot of guys out there a couple of months to see fat burning results on it, I mean, unless you're competing, what do you need that extra cardio for? Right? I mean, 
you got to take it for two months before you start burning fat on it. It doesn't build muscle. It doesn't prevent, prevent uh, catabolism. So you could take it after two months, like Steve said, it'll help you burn fat quicker, but it's not going to prevent, uh, at least, look, at least to some degree, clenbuterol even was known to help prevent losing muscle on, on caloric deficit. And GW, I don't, I, I don't, I've never heard of that. So I probably would cutting definitely stack it with, with a steroid, but I mean, again, it's a good, good drug. If you just, you got to know what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve and where you're trying to get to. I've used it because I like experimenting on myself, journaling, just seeing how different drugs work. So I can then talk to people about them. But in your particular case, just weigh it out and see pros and cons and if it fits in and if you need it. So how do we use cardarine for the best results? 20 milligrams is the sweet spot, both male and female. doesn't matter. Um, you can use 10 milligrams a day if on certain days you're going to say, hey, I'm just going to – I want to save some, some of the GW. I'm just going to do 10 milligrams, you know, here and there. But 20 milligrams is going to be a sweet spot. Really no reason to go higher. Some guys do 30. I haven't noticed any difference. Myself, my clients running 30 milligrams versus 20 milligrams. None at all. So stick with 20 milligrams, no reason to go more. Stacking it, you can run it on cycle, you can run it post cycle, you can run it in between cycles, you can run it if you're natural. It's not a hormone. Women can run it, men can run it. Guys, 21, you can run it, 21 and over, fine. I would never recommend a 21 year old use steroids, but cartering, you can use cartering at 21 because it's not gonna mess with your hormones. Um, a great cunning stack for steroids. How about VAR and GW as a stack if you don't want to use injectable? If you want to use an injectable, how about Primo in GW? Wow, that would be a nice one if you want to really shape your physique and do it. I would say this, Steve, if, you, if we're going to go by the guidelines that you're in about eight weeks before you start to see noticeable fat loss with GW, you'd want to start the GW I'd say a good eight weeks before you start your, your Anavar. And then maybe when you know the GW is kicking in, you start using the Anavar so you have that anabolic in there to help you not lose, not lose any muscle mass. Then you can use that, those four weeks as, as the more stricter part of your diet, as, as, as the part of your, of your program where you, where you really uh, push yourself hard to, to diet down, caloric deficit, all that. But make sure you use it right. You know, if you're going to use it for fat loss, like Steve said, um, and, and you're going to use it for fat loss along with something like an oral, like Anavar Winstrel, which you should only take four to six weeks, then do it right. Start the GW early on and throw the, and throw the, the anabolic, the, the, and throw the oral once the GW is, is working or with the, time, the timeline that I guess guys believe now, nowadays it's, it's working for fat loss, about eight weeks, right? Six to eight weeks. Yeah, I'd say, you know, into the second month, like four or five weeks into it. So that's a good idea. You could start the GW, yeah, wait four you, or five weeks, then throw in the Anavar. And yeah, if, if, you, if, you, yeah. if you're doing heavy caloric deficit, so you're pushing yourself that way, Anavar will keep you from losing some, some of that muscle mass. GW will just make your body burn fat for energy a lot quicker. It'll just mobilize it. And yeah, once it's activated, so it, 
probably the best way to do it. I, I look, I like GW and test. I, I've used it in, with different things before. And out of this new set of performance enhancement drugs that we, we have out there, which they're all miscategorized as SARMs. Some are, some are not. It, it's probably one of the, my favorite ones that I've, I've tried. Yeah, and don't forget EQ if you want endurance because running Anavar is not a good idea if you're an endurance athlete because of the pump. So if you want if you want just straight endurance and fat loss, EQ would be a wonderful one to use with the GW as well. And, of course, you can use other SARMs with GW. A lot of guys like to stack different types of SARMs. You can run GW. If you're a woman, GW plus LGD, great stack for a woman. If you're a guy, GW and RAD, GW and LGD, GW and Ulsterine, depending on your goals. That's it. I mean, GW is the, the thing I always recommend to use in a base. We talk about using tests in a base. Guys talk about tests in a base, tests in a base. How about GW as your base in a SARM stack? That's my recommendation because it it's great for fat loss and endurance. So half-life, guys, 24 hours. So once a day dosing is going to be fine. And, you know, that much covers it. But, I mean, before we, you know, stop this podcast, though, I got to also say, Rick mentioned earlier about getting fake GW. And even more dangerous than getting fake GW or bunk GW is getting something that isn't GW. That's really something else. And we see it all the time. They'll sell pro-hormones as GW. And they'll also sell clambutrol or albutrol as, as a GW. And the problem with that is... Number one, you'll get a pro-hormone that's really a hormone. So as a female, you Caffeine really powder, too. They've used caffeine powder to send out as GW, too. Yeah, and people don't know the difference. And that's actually running counter into, and counterproductive to your endurance if you're getting caffeine powder because caffeine will destroy your endurance. Women can run a pro-hormone instead of GW and cause problems, uh, viralization problems with side effects. And then there's always that risk of cleanse screwing up your heart and giving you really, really bad side effects. So you have to be very careful about where you get your GW. So come on the forums and, you know, check out what we, you know, the, the sources and make sure you get real GW because there are a lot of fakes out there. And I'm in the, I'm in the know and I got bunk shit. I'm in the know and I got bunk shit. Turns out the guys, uh, when they were first coming out, they didn't, they didn't understand the material much, and and one of the packs just didn't have the right stuff in it. Made a difference, real, real difference too, um, when it went from from the real stuff to not. Again, at least for me, I'm 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 someone that might push themselves to to almost passing out once or twice a week, just doing some kind of cardio, either on a bicycle climbing up, climbing up a mountain or, you know, or, or wrestling or whatever, you know, I might, I might get there so I can notice it. Some people can't, you know, most people that, that stop and slow down as soon as it starts hurting might not notice all the full effects of what GW is doing and might not know if they get bunk or not, or if this bottle was good and that bottle wasn't. But if you push yourself, you, you'll fucking know. You'll know if the stuff is good. You'll know right away it's working. So, yeah, and fat loss, guys, you can you can stack it with a supplement, Entuslin. Entuslin raises insulin sensitivity, helps you burn fat, helps helps block fat from being stored after your meals, and it it helps with uh, nutrition partitioning. So, Rick, what do you think about that stack? Yeah, absolutely love it. 
as far as fat loss goes, GW with Entuslin, incredible stack. Obviously, if you're, if you're really hitting that caloric deficit hard, you obviously want something like Anavar or Winstraland there to help you not lose body, not lose muscle mass. Look, I, I, I'll do that just with testosterone because that's what I like. But you guys out there love that Anavar. It, you definitely want it in there. But the Entuslin is, is incredible with your steroids, with GW, because of what it does with it because of his because of its effects on insulin sensitivity you know we all know right because we all know all of us guys that train for years we all know a buddy or two that are muscular and lean they're just muscular and lean and they just don't have all this trouble staying lean that some of us have i found that when you use something like entuslin really often you know uh, um a, glu- a glucose disposal agent like that, very powerful. It, it just shifts the balance and you all of a sudden now start to just have a much easier time staying lean. It's like, I'm not going to say shifting your genetics, but it's creating that environment that you would have it if you had those good genetics. If you had that good high insulin sensitivity in your muscles and and we're more insulin resistant than your fat cells, and you just put on more mass and stay lean. Some people are genetically built like that. Taking something like entuslin, like entuslin often really cr- kind of just creates that, that same environment in your body after a while. And as long as you're consistent with it, it's just on a daily basis, you're going to just burn more fat, put on a little bit more muscle. GW definitely helps adding it up. I'd say if you're looking for a really good, hardcore cutting stack really good way to do it is you plan about six weeks into sling gw no steroids yet and you build up all the way to about week seven and then you add anavar winstrel for the next four to six weeks along with entuslin and gw once they're both been activated in your body you concentrate most of your caloric deficit most of your of your caloric pain and suffering to those weeks where the anavar is is anabolic in your body and the GW has activated and entuslin has built up in your body and you're going to burn body fat very very quickly you're going to look pretty shredded pretty quickly you're going to see a different guy in front of the mirror every time you you get out of bed in those 4 weeks so it's a really, really nice stack, and, and I've done it. I've stacked it before. I get lean, take some pictures, and then go back to you know 9%, 10%, which is where I hover now. But, I mean, it's, it's great. It's a great, it's a great, great stack, great, great way to do it. All right, guys. So, hey, you know, it covers GW, and uh, hope we gave you a, a fair and balanced uh, opinion about GW and you guys can do some more research evolution.org elitefitness.com so check it out on the forums guys Steve SMI and Rick V thanks for listening guys we'll have another compound next week as we continue our SARMS series have a good one Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. 
Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.